Hello and welcome to Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. Beat My Guest is a trivia podcast where each episode, one guest will take up residence in the torturous hot seat and attempt to prove that their Mensa membership was no fluke. The rules? Well, they do tend to change from time to time in order to keep my guests on their toes. But for the current version of the game, the rules are about as simple as they can get. Only one question will be asked. Only one answer will be required. Get it right, and you win all the glory. Get it wrong, you win all the shame. So welcome to a podcast that is guaranteed, much like our theme song, to be about 75% true. And join the millions of people who are playing along at home, hoping that they too can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. So please give a warm welcome to Yes, he's back for more. It's Cheyenne Fletcher. Cheyenne, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Now I'm a little stressed out because I have to take on millions of people. <laughs> well, that might be one of the parts that isn't true. <laughs> Part of the 25% there. I'm doing See, you're well. already in doing? the spirit of the game. <laughs> yeah. How have you been, sir? I've been well. Uh, playing way too much trivia, but just the perfect amount of trivia and... You know, raising kids in Tulsa. Absolutely. So, Shai, uh, tell me something about yourself that when people hear it, they don't believe that you're telling the truth. Oh, okay. Probably something about myself that people wouldn't believe was that I got admitted to the West Point U.S. Military Academy. Really? Yes. Uh, Why didn't you go? Uh, Because I'd just gone to military high school and i was like okay i'm done with it nope <laughs> no more fair enough uh i mean you could have traveled overseas seen the world been all that you could be <laughs> yeah i could have or I now you're gone. just this yes <laughs> now i'm just this God, i'm such a disappointment <laughs> well i'm sure you are not going to be a disappointment in this episode you see that's what we call a segue in the business <laughs> So here's how it's going to work. Like I said, one question will be asked of you today. Just one. And all I'm going to need from you is one answer. Before I ask you that question, though, I'm just going to need to do a little bit of randomization here. A little fun. I'm going to need from you a number between 1 and 12. 11. Like 11 has been my favorite number since I was young. So i got to go with 11. Excellent. And now, because I really need three numbers for you, uh, and I just wanted to, like, torture you. <laughs> Two more numbers, also between one and twelve, but you've already given me eleven, so don't repeat it. Okay, between one and twelve, three and seven, all the unlucky numbers. I guess I could have gone with four and eight to get back on the lost theme. You you very well could have, sir, but uh, you know that that's a lost cause, as it were. I am cruel, but I am also fair. I'm going to give you a chance now to pick which category you're going to want. Okay, uh, based on the title of each game, as it were. Here's what's going to happen. The question before you is the same question as going to be before every single person enters the hot seat. It is, which one of these four things is not true? I am going to give you four facts. Three of the facts, absolutely 100% true. One of them, not entirely true. A fiction, if you will. Uh, Your job is, at the end of the episode, to make 
your guess to give me your one answer, which of these four facts is indeed actually a fiction. Got that part? I, I think I do. Yeah. It, it's not a trick. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Feels like a big trick. <laughs> all right. But, you know, to, to kind of narrow it down for you and give you a little bit of an illusion of free will, here are the three categories uh, of questions, of facts. You know, they may help you. They may help steer you towards one. They may help steer you away from another. Uh, you know, they're not going to give too much away as to, as to what the theme is for these four. But, you know, hey, Cheyenne, which of these would you like? Would you like not very sporting, hip, hip, say what now? And praise pareidolia. Not very sporting, hip, hip, say what now? And praise pareidolia. Those are your three options. Which game shall we be playing today? And, and please tell me why you're picking what you're picking. Oh, uh, well, I was going to tell you why for the first one that's being thrown out was praise, praise pareidolia. I don't know what pareidolia means, so that's gone. Fair enough. Uh, not very sporting, right? Um, and hip, hip, what was it? Hip, hip, say what now? Uh, Okay, I'm half good at sports, and that's not sporting. So we're going to throw that out. And I am going to hope that the hip-hip one has something to do with hip-hop. And I am going to channel Can Todd through my body. We're going to go with that one. Wow, you're going to try and be a felonious pundit by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Felonious Pundits, a podcast I do with Kentucky Spencer, all about uh, criminal minds, recapping every episode one by one. Uh, I can plug. It's my show. Uh, <laughs> you'll get your chance at the end. All right. Hip, hip. Say what now? That is your selection. Very simple. I'm going to give you these facts. After I give you, you know, I'm going to read you the facts one at a time. When I'm done with each fact, uh, you know, take notes if you want as to what I'm saying. That will be your chance to, uh, you know, pry a little bit more, you know, talk it out, see if you think uh, each, you know, as we go, see if you think it's true. And at the end, you're going to decide three of them are true. One of them is false. If you want to ask me some questions, some further clarification, uh, just get a little more insight and make sure that you understand what this is trying to say. And the thing that makes it a fiction is not going to be something nitpicky. So, for example, if I say something happened in the year 2000, the thing that makes it a fiction is not that, ah, it happened in the year 2001. No, there's going to be something very substantially wrong in the fiction that is what makes it a fiction, even though a large part of the fiction may, in fact, be factually correct. But there is going to be something that when I give you the reveal at the end, you're going to go, oh, OK, yeah, that. That's why it was a fiction. Sure. So, so pretty much what I feel like right now is that I'm being locked in AJ Mass trivia escape room. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not asking you any trivia. I'm just asking you to take a guess as to which one I'm lying to you about. That's all. Okay. You know, call me Jigsaw if you want. <laughs> Should I get on the small bicycle? Are you, uh, do you think you're ready? Are you prepared? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay, so hip hip say what now is the category. Uh, all four of uh, the facts here today are about uh, festivals or celebrations that take place around the world, but they're a bit unusual. 
And so therefore, instead of hip, hip, hooray, you're saying hip, hip, what, huh? So that's kind of where we get the title there. Uh, let's get into it, Cheyenne. Let's go, here we are. Are you ready for fact number one? Mm, uh, yeah, as ready as I will ever be, right. yes. Fact number one. Are you a new parent in Spain? Well, make sure that your bundle of joy is free from original sin by taking them to the village of Castrio de Murcia for El Calacho. It's an annual festival where masked men in bright yellow costumes leap over rows of babies and then sprinkle them with rose petals to signify their official state of purity. While these festivities reportedly date back to the 1600s, the Catholic Church refuses to endorse this activity due to its potential danger to the children involved. Irony lives in Spain. Oh, that was so much to digest. Absolutely, which is why you can ask me to uh, you ask me what you know to repeat things. You can ask me to take you step by step. You can ask questions. This is your chance to talk back to me and tell me what you think about what I just thought. I have no clue. This has just flummoxed me. Um, okay. I mean, like, am I supposed to ask you if this actually happens in Spain? What kind of questions are we looking for? No, it, it, you know, obviously, I'm not going to tell you if there's anything that I'm lying about. Think of this more like, you know, to tell the truth. And I've just told you a story and you're trying to see if I'm lying or not. I was always really bad at to tell the truth. Yeah. What stands out to me is I want to go to this festival because it's really weird. <laughs> Uh, jumping over babies? Jumping over babies, yeah. I feel like after I hear the other ones, I can compare them all together. Like if I told you this in a vacuum, and I, this, I told you, hey, I just got back from Spain and I saw this festival, would you believe me? No, I wouldn't believe you. Because <laughs> you have babies on the ground. There can't be a festival about jumping over babies on the ground. This, I, I would have heard about this. Yeah. I mean, like, they already get in trouble for the running of the bulls and pushing cows out of windows. They would definitely get a lot of flack for having any festival of anything jumping over babies. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 you know, the Catholic Church certainly uh, is not endorsing this, so I'm sure there's some flack, maybe? Right, right, yeah. If yeah, it exists. Like, yeah. They've got other thoughts about babies in peril in the catholic church even though they're not born yet okay yeah all right all right well let's let's put this on the back burner for now sure yeah we'll read, read you number two maybe you'll maybe you'll have uh, a little bit more to say uh, about that all right fact number two for two weeks each july people get down and dirty in boryong south korea Thanks to what they call Mudfest, although they call it in Korean, but, you know, I don't read Korean. So uh, Mudfest, since 1999, uh, when the town of Boryong wanted to find a way to promote the cosmetics that were made in the region, uh, they launched this festival, which has featured mud wrestling, mud sliding, mud swimming, and even a mud prison for those who break the rules. Uh, it's a different take on spring break, but be forewarned. All of the local hotels have a strict shower before entering our lobby policy during the festival. Oh, once again, I kind of want to go to this festival. Yeah, a lot of mud. I can get down with that. As long as it's not like a beach, right? I hate the beach because sand just goes everywhere. I mean, could, you, 
could you turn a beach into into mud? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like I would rather go on a vacation where I hang out in mud rather than the sand. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, what what make you of uh, the Boryong uh, Festival of Mud to promote their cosmetics lines? Yeah, I mean, this reminds me of uh, what's his name, uh, Louis Lit and Suits, who used to just constantly go take mud baths. Uh, I'm a little thrown off by a mud prison. I don't know how you would do that. Boryong Cosmetics, it all kind of works together a little bit. I, I mean, I don't know what Boryong is. Oh, I was about to ask, have you heard of the uh, fine line of Boryong uh, cosmetic products? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I'm just assuming if you make up South Korean cities, I'll, I can't <laughs> argue about it. <laughs> One way or the other. <laughs> mud prison. Um, you said a mud bath? I, mud I, said there's mud, I said there's mud wrestling, mud yeah. sliding, yeah. and mud swimming. In addition to that mud prison, if uh, anyone breaks the rules, gets a little too rowdy, you know, maybe uh, disrespects. Uh... Yeah, mud swimming might be a bit tough. I still can't figure out how to make a mud prison two weeks i don't think that's gonna be the thing i don't think it trick me on a city name okay so can we move on to three a fact on number three shy one of mexico's most elaborate festivals is la noche de calabacin which translates to night of the zucchini uh each year in order to mark the end of the harvest season in oaxaca Farmers carve elaborate shapes into their zucchinis to entice customers to purchase their wares at market. Uh, the tradition is believed to have started back in 1897 by Mayor Francisco Vasconcelos Flores, who, during a trip to the United States, had seen similar events that featured pumpkin carving. I mean, that seemed pretty straightforward. Uh, Oaxaca's state in Mexico. Zucchinis, you could carve zucchinis. Zucchinis are are they native to are zucchinis native to Mexico? Is this the kind of question I can ask? Absolutely, you can ask these questions, sure. Uh zucchinis are absolutely uh native to Mexico. If that were the the uh extent of the subterfuge, perhaps I wouldn't tell you, but <laughs> no, yeah, zucchinis are absolutely uh one of the yeah, primary see. chief exports. Uh, I guess you know avocados are the big the big draw these days. But yes, zucchinis yeah. and their okay. ilk, your summer squash, your winter squash, your fall squash. <laughs> yeah, I, like all this kind of makes sense. Um, I don't know the names of mayors from Oaxaca. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, the <laughs> trick is not going to be the name of the mayor. <laughs> I told you that it, this is yeah, not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to trick you with like nitpicky details yeah. there. Ah, Francisco Flores <laughs> lost the election by three votes. Didn't you know that? <laughs> no, I like you. Tell me the story, and I'm like, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> like all of that seems very plausible well that's the idea of the game shy <laughs> <laughs> all right 
let's move on to four and we'll see if we can all right uh, we're done four maybe you could then start bouncing them off each other sure fact number four up helia is a spectacle that takes place annually on the shetland islands near scotland dressed up in elaborately adorned viking themed costumes Hundreds of locals march and dance down the streets of town, competing as squads and getting judged for prizes. These celebrants, or geysers, carry shields, swords, and giant posts soaked in paraffin. Once they get to the water, they light their makeshift torches. A bugle sounds, and they toss them into a replica Viking longboat built just for the occasion. The crowd then sings songs of celebration as the ship burns. What do you want to know about up Helia? Well, first of all, I want to know that Cantot did not help me at all on this. And I'm <laughs> going to have to talk to him about that because he was supposed to be my, my guide. That's um, a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm blaming it on him. Um, you said geysers? Geysers. It's spelled G-U-I-Z-E-R-S. And it is kind of a a nickname for people who wear disguises. They are geysers, kind of a local slang. Local where do they use this term? Well, it's the Shetland Islands, where the festival <sighs> takes place, obviously. We have Vikings? At the Sh- Surely there have been Vikings in the Shetland Islands. I mean, I'm, yes. not, I'm not fully schooled in the uh, migration pattern of Eric the Red and his kin, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they got to the United States. Uh, so yeah, yeah. They passed through. <laughs> wow. This has really beat my guest. Well, that's the idea is to make it a little challenging, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not asking you to, to delve into the, the vast resources of your memory banks and uh, come up with some obscure fact. I'm just asking you to weigh these four options and which one, is there any one that sounds a little bit more uh, crazy than the others or uh, that you don't believe? But uh, before we get to that judgment call, we're still on up which incidentally, even though you didn't ask, uh, you know, for people out there by going, what the hell? It is three words. It is spelled up, U-P, heli, H-E-L-L-Y, ah, A-A. Bit of a, a Nordic sounding name, which makes sense for that festival. Yeah. Uh, like, I was just assuming you weren't going to make that up. So I wasn't. Oh, now I feel like you're just like tricking me. You're like, okay, we're going to tell all the other people what you should be guessing <laughs> <laughs> no no that's not how this works uh, <laughs> like everything seems to track out of all four of them, except for the jumping over babies in spain which surely can't happen um to play devil's advocate i mean you did mention the fact that uh they do a lot of things in spain Spanish festivals you mentioned the running of the bowls and like that's not exactly the most uh, smart thing to do for people's welfare although it is not babies no. I grant you right, it, right, right, right. The, the babies, babies themselves are the babies themselves are unwilling participants sure um, but the parents do give permission in, in this festival it's not like they're stealing babies and putting them on the ground the, the, the parents are, are willingly having their, their children uh, baptized or blessed as it were oh okay so that's a real festival I, I have learned over the years that you are really quick and you make good, but I feel like that was maybe you might've given me a hint on that. Oh, if you're trying to game theory this thing, my friend, you were talking to the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> you think I haven't prepped? <laughs> oh, no, you probably have just like whole fake stories about each of these. Oh man. What was the second one again? Okay. So 
Second one is our Mudfest in okay. uh, Boryong, so- South Korea. Yeah, and the third one was? Uh, La Noche de Calabasin, Night of the Zucchini. Oh, the Zucchini, yeah. Fourth one is Uphelia. Oh, the yeah, the, Vic- the Viking. Shetland, okay. Yeah, you can ask me any details you want about these festivals. And uh, if your strategy is, let's see if I can catch AJ in some sort of improvisational lie, then you can go for it. Because I need to fill an episode, Shy. <laughs> I know. But you have, like, I'm usually pretty good. Like, they all seemed kind of relevant. Uh, South Korea, mud prisons. How can you make a mud pr- Is it? Are the mud prisons hardened? Uh, you know, I would say that the prisons in question are not hard and fast. Like they're, they're not meant to detain criminals over years and years and years. It's, you know, an Adobe-esque building made out of mud with Korean letters that read prison. You know, hey, you broke the rules. You kicked the guy in the face. Ten, two minutes in the penalty box. Here's a yellow card. Go to mud prison. It's not a real prison. Uh, in the sense of orange suits and uh, feeding people uh, rations and keeping them there for years while they wait for their attorneys to bail them out. (laughs) Okay. They have real prisons in like baseball stadiums and football stadiums these days. Is this a real thing? Yeah, Philadelphia. Really? At the vet, there was a state, there there were so many fights, they they put a prison uh, underneath the stadium for... uh, Oh, I feel like they need it, right? Like a like a cool off tank or something. Yeah, like, you, know, <laughs> you get into a fight, you just get a hold them somewhere. So they actually put like prisons, you know, jail <laughs> cells, you know, a holding area. We can't release you on the public, right? You're entirely too drunk. Yeah, not, at least not until Santa stadium. leaves. Yeah, until Santa <laughs> leaves and the, or the snow melts, one or the other. Yeah, right, right, right. And you don't have batteries anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, batteries have happened in multiple stadiums. And, you know, I can't say Shea Stadium was uh, was immune to that. Uh, they someone threw it threw a pocket knife at a player once. <laughs> they found it lying like pointing in the grass at one point. Oh my gosh, people! Okay, Zucchini Festival, Mexico, Shetland Islands, Norse. They dress up. They light stuff on fire. They send it out in a boat. Yeah, I would think that the, uh, for some reason, Philadelphia is on the mind because I, I don't live too far from Philadelphia. So I get Philadelphia local TV stations, which is why I see all this stuff. I would say it's very similar in not every way, certainly, but in if you're familiar with the Mummers Parade at New Year's yes. in Philadelphia, yeah. they, you know, they, they're in squads and they wear the elaborate costumes. And even though the costumes are different each year, they're kind of all the same costume. <laughs> Uh, right. And, you know, they, they kind of look like uh, a Mardi Gras festival. It, it, it's, you know, they, they, they got the umbrellas. They got And they get judged somehow for this ridiculous drunk dancing that they do. It's kind of a festival in that same vein, except instead of dressing up like mummers, they dress up as Norsemen. Norsemen or Vikings? Eh, yeah, I was using it as, as a synonym. <laughs> I was trying to be creative with my uh, with my Roger. Uh, <laughs> again, that's not the thing you're going to nail me on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to nail you on anything. I figure we're just sitting here chatting while well, I try to point. come up with something. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> Obviously, because you put them together, they all seem pretty likely. Okay, here's the deal. Zucchini being carved in Mexico sounds 
too possible, right? Like, I have to eliminate that. Like, there's nothing in there that sounds like it's not feasible, right? Like, oh, they do turnips and carving zucchini seems like it's got to be a real festival. That just seems like way too real. Like, I, I, that's got to be a thing. So I'm eliminating it. Is what I'm okay. saying. Okay, so you're you're yeah. you were putting it in the. I believe that is a, is a fact, and the fiction is uh, one of the other three. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the mud. <sighs> Would they do that? A mud festival in South Korea. I feel like that would have, wouldn't that have been one of the games on Squid Game? <laughs> well, I don't think this is a, a thing that little children play. Although, right. it, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Squid Game, I mean, the final challenge does devolve into a mud fest. It does. <laughs> it starts raining. Yep. They're in the they're in the dirt and mud, but uh, I don't know if that had uh, anything to do with this festival. Uh, if so, then I'm going to call the Korean police and send them to Boryong to check it out. I think I know the location of Red Light Green Light. <laughs> I would imagine that certainly, uh, you know, there's more stuff at the Mud Fest. Maybe some musical acts go there, but uh, I'm not expecting BTS to be there because then they would have just called it Butterfest. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've tried to throw in at least some knowledge. <laughs> That's the extent of my knowledge of BTS, really. I mean, you know, are you, are you more G-min or more Suga? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. VRM. I'm just naming them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, RM, Rat Monster. That's right. Yes, I am RM. Okay, Vikings. Shit. And what was the deal? Okay, so say the Spain one again. We've got. We got the we got the village of Castrillo de Murcia. There's a, a festival called El Colacho, which translates loosely to the devil. The, the parents bring their babies there for this purity ritual, where crazed masked men in bright yellow costumes line them up, evil Knievel style, and do a do a jump. Not not on a motorcycle. No, that's crazy. Just uh, running, just running the on, people jump on their jump. yeah. Running feet. Running okay. and jumping, yeah. Okay. I'm going to assume that they uh, don't uh, bite off more than they can chew and uh, put more babies there than they can actually jump over. Uh, you know, the festival organizers make sure that they play it safe in that regard because all it takes is one baby getting crushed for this festival to end. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this since 1600. So uh, right. I, I'm sure had a baby been crushed, Maybe, you know, maybe early on this happened. I don't know. But in the past 50 years or so, if a baby had been, had been landed upon, I'm sure that would have made the news. Right. Then maybe a little bit more uh, outcry about this. Yeah. So they're probably doing pretty good, right? They're jump- only like three babies, right? Sure. Everybody can jump over three babies. Uh, yeah. Everybody? <laughs> Most people can jump over three babies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let, let, let's, I mean, we're not actually going to do this, but <laughs> push came to shove, Shy. How many babies? You know, like if I name that tune kind of thing, I can name that tune. I could jump over this many babies. How old are the babies? I mean, they have to be less than a year. Less than a year. Because they're, they're, be, they're being, they're being uh, essentially baptized, and it's an annual festival. So, uh, you know, it's, it's parents who have had a baby in the past year will take them there for this. So, yeah, under, year or under. Yeah, I'm thinking the shoulder width 
of under a year old is like 12 inches. I can jump 10 feet with a running start. I could get over 10 babies. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, you, you also have to make sure that you, uh, when you land, you don't fall backwards. Fall back. Oh, yeah. Make yeah, sure yeah. your momentum's going forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a roll, you know? Like but let's, did, not, like... let's not quibble over technique. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can jump ten babies. All right, all right. Uh, now, what if what if what if what if instead of uh, shoulder to shoulder, you you head to head to toe? Oh yeah, that's way different. And we definitely have to have them going head to foot, head to foot. Because if you yeah. actually like, clip a foot, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I get like three that way. I think. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. There. I mean, they're not crawling yet, so you don't have to worry about your uh, yeah your, your but, obstacle uh, moving on you. Yeah, moving at the last second. <laughs> People jumping babies. That seems... El the... Colacho. <laughs> El Colacho, the devil. Yeah. Wait. It's not, a, it's not a direct translation like El Diablo, but it's, it's a, you know. Okay. It's a, it's a close. It's what the festival means. Okay. Colacho, the devil. And then Southern Korean, they... What was the name of that festival again? Mudfest. Just Mudfest. Yeah, I've seen it written out in the Korean letters, but I don't have uh, the ability to uh, transliterate that into a phonetics. And you said the Shetland Islands. They're walking down the streets of the Shetland Islands? And like I said, it's kind of like the Mummers Parade, where they walk down the streets of Philadelphia or Mardi Gras. You walk down the streets of New Orleans. Yeah, the whole town yeah. turns out for this. This is, this is a the big deal. The town of the Shetland Islands? They have towns in the Shetland Islands. People live there. You want to call it a village? I mean, I'm not going to quibble over population here. I said hundreds of locals, so that's the size of the town, you know. But I'm sure it's Did everybody. You... Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe there's one grumpy Gus who's like, hey, I'm going out there for the festival. I'm not going to burn stuff. <laughs> I think we're nearing that time where I'm going to have to start to put the screws to you, sir. Oh, that's good, because I need to be put out of my misery. Yeah, I was so... trying to fill time. No, no, we, I think we did a good thing. I can squeeze 20, 20, 25 minutes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So back to it. At first, I really didn't think that we were jumping babies, but now I kind of think we are. So are I kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. People <laughs> okay. are jumping babies. Yeah. And so that one's good. Okay. Mud Festival, South Korea feels a little iffy. Zucchini is good, right? So now we're just down to number two and number four. So our deal is we have to look at. Mud, is there a mud festival in South Korea? I feel like they or uh, okay, um, Shetland Islands, Norse Vikings. I feel like I'm saying that that's a they do not do this Shetland Norse Viking burning festival. That I think that's a lie. Okay, so your final answer is that you think the fiction is number four. That's what I think. Oh, hell yeah. The Viking uh, themed uh, Shetland Island burning, yeah. marching, dancing festival. Okay. Well, let us find out. Everyone at home, uh, hopefully you have locked in your answers as well, because we are now going to do the big reveal. Let's put these babies out of their misery first. So uh, fact number one is, of course, the baby jumping and the festival El Colacho in Spain. And that is 100% a real festival. Yes, there are 
efforts every so often from the Catholic Church to like say, please stop doing this. This is just wrong because it is a it is a religious festival. Like these parents are really thinking that this is this is their version of a baptism. And, and they bring their babies and quite frankly, one of these years, they're going to run out of luck. And one of these capes is going to clip a baby and blind them or something. Something bad's got to happen here at some point. And what we talked about a little bit more, I felt like I had then seen images of this. Once, like I was thinking of like jumping like bikes or animals <laughs> or something. Over Again, <laughs> and this is for future guests as well. These are the types of questions you can ask. Like, say, like, are they jumping on bicycles? Would have been a perfectly, perfectly, no, no, not bicycles. I know this is going to take a few episodes for us to get into the rhythm of these things. It's, it's fair, Shy. I, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just, you know, in the future, people will have better guesses and come a little bit more prepared for what they're about to face. So, yeah, baby jumping, completely uh, real and 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 all that good stuff all right uh fact number two was the boryang south korea mudfest and uh in 1999 the boryang district basically they started marketing their mud as like a mud uh, treatment for cosmetics and uh, selling it on the market and beauty products uh and they thought what better way to get our name out than to do a Burning Man kind of uh, Bonnaroo type of thing. And so Mudfest was born and people come there and do all sorts of mud-related activities and uh, have a crazy time. And it is kind of like a spring break thing there where like uh, most of the participants are are far from babies, though they're far from adults. <laughs> Aren't we all? I, I, do, I, do, I do like the fact that the hotels nearby do have very special rates for the you know, festival because this is, you know, this is such a tourist uh, thing and oh it God. brings in such business and it, you know it really does uh it's one of those things that uh, for the entire year you know this is what they're counting on and uh but yeah you have to take a shower before you get to the, the lobby I, I feel like they should probably have like one of those like car washes right that like you <laughs> like you just walk through this thing and you just get sprayed and brushes just hit you <laughs> i i have found that uh for the most part from the from the Korean television I've watched, you know, people probably do a very good job of following the rules here and being very respectful. So, uh, and then people in the pink masks come out. Deep, doop, deep, doop, deep, doop, deep, doop. <laughs> so that leaves fact number three, which was our uh, zucchini festival, and fact number four, which was our Viking themed up Helia. One of them is a fact, one of them is the fiction. You believe that. The fiction is up, Helia. I just want to say, if I'm wrong, I am a hunt. Like I could not be more wrong. Like I'm a thousand percent wrong. <laughs> well, that would be on brand, and indeed, up, Helia is one hundred percent real. The uh, the Shetland Islands, they uh, they they have a guy who's like the leader and he he waits at the boat while everyone marches through town and screams and yells and gets ready to plunder the ship with their with their torches and uh, they light him on fire and then he, he emerges and everyone's excited to see what costume he's wearing because he's going to be representing some legendary hero and it changes every year and um, only one woman has uh, actually been uh, honored with being the uh, i guess uh, chairman of the parade the <laughs> Like this this is completely 100% a legit thing, which means I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shy. You were not able to answer the question correctly. The fiction 
is Mexico. There is no such festival as La Noche de Calabacin, uh, zucchini or ordinary things that they sell all year round, certainly. Um, but there is no, uh, the, no mayor made a trip to the United States to witness pumpkin carving and thought, hey, around Halloween, we should do that too. And we don't have pumpkins, so let's do zucchini. There is, however, uh, uh, something called the Night of the Radishes. And the reason this festival exists is because radishes pretty much have to go from being picked to being sold. And if they don't sell them on the night they're picked, they will go bad. And so they have one night each year where we're going to pick all our radishes and you better buy them. And it's not so much a festival uh, per se, so much as they take the radishes and they create elaborate displays and say, please buy our radishes because this is the only day you're going to get them. After tomorrow, they're all going to the garden. Like from the get go, when you asked, when you told me all four, there were no questions to be asked about number three because it was obviously the most true one. <laughs> this is 100% a thing. <laughs> eliminated yeah yeah that's what you did yeah <laughs> much i did my, i did much to my glee <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah like that's true it's gotta be <laughs> all right it is Good not job. sir i i'm sorry but uh don't feel too bad my my hot seat residents are now over two after two episodes but that's okay that makes me smile but i hope you still had a good time as we were running through the process here I had a great time. Uh, yeah, it well. always. It's always a great time. Absolutely. So before I let you leave the hot seat, uh, you know, you know, I like to give the floor uh, a lot less bloody that we got rid of the guillotine. But uh, here, the floor is yours. It to, feels uh, the same. Pimp, plug, shout out, make a statement. Go for it. The floor is yours. Really have not much to say. Uh, treat everybody well, I guess. Right now, um, I've plugged Questionable Company enough times. If you want Questionable Company to come to your city, get in touch. Nobody's responding. So, <laughs> how, how far will you travel? <laughs> I will send you questions anywhere you are. <laughs> right. He he will definitely send you questions. He's not going himself because he doesn't go nowhere. Uh, that's why he didn't uh, accept his uh, military uh, appointments. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, especially now, I don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's it. Nothing. I have nothing interesting to say. Thank you for having me again. I'm gonna once again blame it all on Ken Todd. Uh, shots fired across the bow, folks. Well, Ken Todd on and hear what he has to say about this at some point down the road. I can be pretty sure. If you would like to get in the hot seat and play this game or one of our many other formats, please don't, don't, don't be afraid. Reach out. BMGPod at gmail.com. And, of course, you can join our Facebook group. Uh, and uh, there's always the Patreon. And uh, if you just want to listen, that's cool, too. We'll have another episode. One more question. It's the same question. You know what it is. Which one of the following? Four is not true. We'll be asked again next week. Until then, everybody, take care. Thank you for listening. And bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Facebook at Beat My Guest, The Fan's Hot Seat. If you'd like to help contribute to the cause and help make more episodes possible, we ain't gonna say no to that. Find us at patreon.com slash beatmyguest. And if you liked what you heard, spread the word. This is absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. <laughs>